gonna start packing right after this. When do you wait? When, when do you leave? Uh, flight is tomorrow at oh, 6. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Six a.m. Right in early. Yeah. Yeah, so and you flying. haven't started packing at all. Well, I packed a little bit. I just haven't finished packing. But um, we're up at two forty-five tomorrow <laughs> to meet up. Uh, meet up my parents. Carpool into TF Green, and then yeah, it begins. That sucks. That'll be awesome. And once you're there, it'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're breaking up the trip. We're going to be flying into San Diego tomorrow, and then the following day we'll be heading to Hawaii. So it won't be like just a day of misery. It'll be kind of spread out, but yeah, I'm excited. Nice. How long are you there for? Uh, we'll be back in Rhode Island, uh, the 14th. So yeah, like eight days in Hawaii total. And then like the one or the, the, the two days in San Diego when we're just, you know, in between. And you're bringing your laptop and mic, right? Um, I'm not going to be recording next week, <laughs> but, uh, I'll definitely be around the week after for sure. They go hike a volcano. All right, guys, I'll catch you afterwards. I, I just right. gotta, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll catch you guys on the descent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we got a pretty packed show. We kind of, uh, almost in our old form started peppering things today i was just as things is uh as things were i was thinking out. that earlier that this is like this is like deja vu a little bit but not a bad thing i think there's a lot happen yeah yeah a lot happening in the world do you guys want some good news before we get into all that shit very very quick i got two things one 36 yeah. days until football season begins <laughs> and two how was everyone's sundays this past week little boring missing something well that was the last sunday we will be without football until february Fuck that yeah. includes college football right or no it technically does yeah because the college season starts the week before the nfl season um assuming it's on the same schedule but yeah that includes college as well and the nfl but yeah that's Pre-se- pretty fucking preseason awesome. starts tomorrow right no the um the Hall of Fame tomorrow, game maybe? happens, I think, this Sunday. I thought the Hall of Fame game was tomorrow. You're right. Maybe it's Sunday. I I just assumed it was a Thursday because the other opener is a Thursday. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, it's a Sunday. But then after that, it's like the regular preseason schedule kicks in. There's one less game this year. Um, so everything's pushed. Not, I guess nothing's pushed back. They just eliminated a week of preseason football. But, yeah. Thursday, August, August 5th. I can't even talk. 8 p.m. Eastern. Oh, that's the Paul. Oh, I thought it was Sunday. Even yeah. better. All right. So then did the we'll, actual we'll preseason this- games start? They'll start probably the Sunday. Yeah, the, the next, probably Saturday and Sunday. I think they usually spread it across the whole weekend for those. But yeah, so little bit of good news before we get started. How as exciting as I am. It's already August. It's just been a fast eight summer. Eight dude. months in to 2021 or seven. August yeah. is the Sunday of summer. I already know scaries, dude. You got to, I'm not letting them kick in until September. I'm embracing every moment of August. Did you see Portnoy's tweet? No. It was so fucking great. He was just like, you know, people want to say that, you know, August is, you know, the end of summer or, you know, everything goes downhill from here. He goes, I refuse to believe it. He's yeah, like, I'm, with, I'm with him. <laughs> the party's on. Like, summer's here. Let's go. 
I mean, there's definitely like, I wouldn't say anxiety, but like when it hits August 1st on your calendar and you're like, damn, like all of a sudden there's one month until, you know, well, Labor you Day. Too, first, like school and stuff. Yeah, probably more for you than for us because nothing yeah. really changes. It's like a gradual change. We just temp drops a little bit right. each month. September and October are fucking great months, but then you just yeah, that's, I, I don't mind those months. It's when the suicidal thoughts kick in and around yeah. November. Yeah. And then they're full steam ahead once New Year's is over. And I think the way my mind works is that once football's on, I assume it should be fall. And then in the September, it's traditionally just as warm at, at times as August. Yeah. So it like fucks with my head and I feel like it should be cooler. It should be like, you know, 50 degree nights. It should, you know, the leaves should be changing. It shouldn't be this warm. So like October, like by the time September hits, I want it to be October without missing any days if that makes yeah, any don't, sense don't don't wish it away my friends don't wish it away pump for football though. that's gonna be fucking incredible preseason mm-hmm. is the ultimate tease i always get so excited <laughs> and i like i'll tune in and be like yeah. oh i don't know anybody on the field yeah. right now this is the worst wow. product i've ever seen <laughs> yeah and back to netflix yeah back to hbo well, max You'll have to remind me, did they consolidate the preseason to three games this year because they extended the regular season by a week? Them, yeah, uh, that's what Adam said. I was, yeah, all I know is that there's, yeah, there's, there's one, they took that week, I'm assuming, and they just added it to the regular season. There's definitely only, so there's three, only three preseason three, three games. Preseasons. Okay, cool. So the season, that's not too bad. Three se- preseason weeks to, to get through. Yeah. That'll be here before we know it. It's, sure it's will. sweet that we get another game. Yeah. It is. Totally. Yeah. And what they call wild card, super wild card weekend last year. That I can't wait for that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. know that was not intended because of COVID. Yeah. But it ended up oh, being is that amazing. why they did it? Yeah. Because like the, I think it was like three games on a Sunday. Sorry, Saturday and Sunday. They've yeah. never done that before. I would imagine it was COVID related because the season was the same length last yeah, year as did, it always had been. Didn't they add another team to the playoffs? That's why they. That's why it happened that way. Because of COVID, they added another team to, to the playoffs last year. Because last year, they didn't expand the season. Right. This why year, did, they're doing we, it. because What was the rationale behind the connection between COVID and an extra playoff team? I don't know. Baseball did it, too. I don't know. Maybe they were thinking, like, in case a team, like, has a player miss some time due to COVID or something like that. But baseball did the same okay. thing. It seems they like they were the just playoffs. planning for the absolute worst with that. With, I mean, like, teams maybe forfeiting games. Yeah, I don't remember there being any, like, games where everyone was like, okay, well, this is why you don't do this because it's shitty football in the playoffs. Like, I don't Oh, God. No, it was amazing. Right? Yeah. It was awesome. Just nonstop That's what people complain about. It's like, oh, well, you know, now fucking half the league is in the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. Well, those people are fucking idiots because more <laughs> football is always I agree, better. man. I agree. I'd love to get bounced in the wild card round as a Broncos Absolutely. Fan. <laughs> It'd be yeah. better than missing the playoffs every year. <laughs> I'm right there with you at this point. Um, so what do, you, what do you guys think? What are the actual odds now that Cuomo resigns or gets impeached? He does any shot that he doesn't. Well, how much time is left? I, I thought it was term. like a, a, just a foregone conclusion that after all that shit came out that we had talked about between the nursing home scandal and when this shit first came out, I was like, oh, God, this guy's fucking going down. And then like <laughs> the before year today, later. Yeah. But before today, it was like, you know, nobody talked about it. And now like so he, here we are again. So he's got till November 8th, 2022 for his um, oh, term. Oh, wow. Okay. 
I unfortunately believe they'll just let him ride it out. <laughs> Biden, already, Biden already called for him to resign, though. He did. I saw that. Yeah. Just because he called I, for him to resign, though. I don't know. We'll see. I give it a 30% chance. Now, 40% chance that he get, gets kicked out of office or resigns. So, wow. So, you think it's more likely that he stays? Yeah. Because yeah, he's going to, at this point, I think he's going to fight it tooth and nail. Even if there's an impeachment hearing, who knows, like, how easy it is for a governor to be impeached. If it's anything yeah. like a president being impeached, it's not going to be easy. Right. It's not going to be like, quick either. But like, but what a piece of trash, huh? Dude, like, like the, obviously the whole thing is makes it a piece of trash. Right. And then his response to it was press conference. Did you guys watch any of his press conference? I did. I didn't. So him opening, in. opening up, he immediately starts with as a family member to somebody who's been sexually assaulted. I feel their pain and reading this today brought back that deep, deep pain I felt for my family members. And then just like went on this rant, like not apologetic. No, not I accepting I, blame for literally anything. Yeah. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I, after like a minute and a half of him just ranting about the pain he's feeling, I'm like, I'm not listening to this. Thing. <laughs> well, did, didn't he, I mean, according to social media, he used the Italian defense. Well, he yeah. So after Jared tuned out, what he says is, he's like, you know, the this this picture had surfaced of me doing this gesture, and that's the gesture of him grabbing the woman's face. Yeah, and you know, he's like, kiss kiss. I've the, the, yeah. the infamous Tyler kiss kiss. He's like, I've used this gesture my entire adult life, and he starts in the press conference starts rolling slides of him using the gesture on other people. <laughs> oh, and, oh, so it was like his regular New York governor yes. press conferences. Yes. Oh, that was just like a speech. No, it was oh, like he held God. like one of his conferences and like <laughs> as he's talking, you see pictures of him using this. And he's like, I use it on everybody, no matter their gender, their race, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, someone said it had made them uncomfortable. And I apologize for that. And he's like, but if you want to know the real truth, go to andrewcuomo.com and Jesus see what Christ. And I'm not kidding you. And he's like, and we have an 85 page report refuting every claim that's been made. Against oh, and that's me. the thing that one of you share where there's like 59 pictures in the 85 yeah, 59 yeah. pages of pictures. <laughs> Of people kissing. Like, dude, at this point, just like say, like, you don't have to say, like, you know, I'm a horrible person, I'm a piece of shit. Like, just say, like, obviously, like, you know, actions that I thought were, you know, benign were very offensive. And, you know, I apologize for that. And I want to do what's best for, you know, New York and for my family and resign. And then, like, yeah. again, everyone stops talking about it. But, like, if he's going to really, like, fight this to the death, I mean, it's going to be awesome to watch. But and, well, and it's not even an allegation anymore. There's been no. a <laughs> thorough investigation, and it wasn't even, like, a Trump with Russia thing. Like, yeah, he probably did it, but we can't say he definitely did it because there's not enough evidence. It was an absolute Governor Cuomo sexually harassed and these violated women. violated the laws. Of New York like that's got to be overwhelming evidence for an attorney general to come out and say, without a doubt in my mind, this is what happened. There's there's no way that didn't happen then. 
And, and just sucks that like when you're, when you're in a position of power, like he is, if this were a civilian, you know, obviously different rules apply to us than him, but like in general, if this were a civilian facing things like this or similar levels to this, there'd be no hesitation. We'd be behind bar. We, we at least be in courtroom and having to talk to a lawyer, but because of this, shield he has it kind of delays everything and that includes the hospital you know the the nursing home fiasco that took place right you know a while ago just like it just slows everything down and allows him to be able to do stupid shit like ty was describing with his 85 page report and and, and stuff like that it's just, it's just sickening at this point yeah it's fucking wild. he very clearly looks at himself as a god and untouchable i talked about a narcissist the comeback well, against these allegations is what he came back with. That just like speaks I mean, for it's itself. Laughable. It's laughable. Like, how do you not have an expert when it comes to dealing with like a bad PR that can come up with a better response Dude, than this? He he fucking contracted his brother, who's a CNN mm-hmm. anchor, to help him. They said, let's send them pictures it, of Obama <laughs> kissing Angela Merkel. I'm pretty sure, people. yeah, like George George W. Bush was in there with his mom Kick, or something. He was kissing a um, Hurricane Katrina victim. That's it. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's not the same thing. <laughs> if you read the allegations, it was not one person felt uncomfortable because you kissed them on the cheek. Like, you're a creep. You're a predator. It's like seven or eight people, isn't it? Yeah. And if you read the details, he was literally like having these good looking chicks move to his police detail without being qualified and making exceptions for them, asking them to kiss them, asking them if they want to go upstairs with him. Like, yeah, there's no getting out of this, buddy. Just guys being dudes. Guys be yeah. locker room talk. Come on. Cut the <laughs> guys from slack, huh? Right. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, there's good reason, right? Why they all act that way. Like politicians and, you know, even celebrities and whatnot to an extent. Like, they're just like, why would I just roll over and take the punishment when I know I can fight it? And I know the news cycles 24 hours in this country and I'll yeah. just survive it. Yeah. I guess, like, what, what, what do you have to gain at this point as a, what's Cuomo in his late 60s, early 70s? Like, your rich is all get up. You're on your last term without a doubt. You're definitely not going to get reelected. No, absolutely like what not. do you what do you have to gain? Just go disappear, <clears throat> enjoy your corrupt money, the millions you made in your career, and just like go live a comfortable life. I guess the ego is just too big. You I mean, you also gotta remember too that at the peak of the pandemic when he was doing his stupid little press conferences and like calling out Trump and stuff like that, people were touting him as like, Hey, you should run for fucking president. Yeah. I mean, when you go from a governor to that. I mean, I don't know if he was unknown. Probably he obviously wasn't unknown because of his ties to his brother with CNN. And obviously when you're the governor of New York, you're not going to go under the radar. But he's like the ego spike that took place during that period of time is insane. So, yeah, I can understand why somebody like him would think they're invincible and think they can just ride this wave out until November when he'll have to leave office anyway because his term's going to be up. Yeah, his dad was governor of New York as well. So he's certainly like from a very powerful political family. Sure. So then he's already starting off at a pretty high ego level as it is. And then you yeah. add all the other shit. So I mean, he became governor by pure nepotism. Your ego is going to be big. Right. All the Cuomo sexuals out there who 
were fucking fawning over this guy every time he was like, fuck you, Trump. not fuck you, Trump, but like, hey, I don't agree with you, President Trump, or not my president. And then everyone, yeah, he literally said, shit. like, you come, you come to New York, I'll beat you up, basically. Like, <laughs> everyone's <yeah>. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, well, where's, where's the cancel culture mob now? Actually, somebody deserves lunch, to be baby. canceled, like and they're, they're nowhere to be found. Right. Like, Dude, they're, 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 right, they're right where they were when anyone else in that part of the culture that is like absolved of any wrongdoing automatically, they're right where they've been the entire time they're yep. picking and choosing. It's like a fucking cafeteria cancel culture. They're just filling their plate with whatever shit they want, ignoring Cafe- other shit. <laughs> Adam's Ca- been yeah. waiting to say that all week. <laughs> no, I've used that before. Cafeteria. <laughs> I, He's a cafeteria I, I like expert. Cafeteria Catholic is what I like to use to describe some people. But yeah, I applied it to here. But you what, eat, is that, what does that mean? Do you eat school food? Um, I have. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that. Fucking cracks me up. I'm in line with all the you. little kids yeah. in my styrofoam tray. <laughs> Getting that big, absolute slop that we used to get served. With the hockey puck burgers. <laughs> yeah. And it's as much like oil drenched salad just like you did in high school. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're just picking and choosing what people they want to take down and what people they're like, ah, he's cool. Don't worry about it. You know, what the, you know what the worst part for him and the best part for us is like it always, always, always happens. Like the Internet never loses. And like, what do we see? Like tweet after tweet after tweet on his high horse talking about how you know, awful the, the culture of like sexual misconduct is. Um, we have to change things. Hashtag me too. Like chastising Trump when that stuff came out. You know, um, Kavanaugh, like go, going on like a two minute diatribe about how, you know, awful the Republican Party is because they would nominate someone, you know, with accusations like that. And it's like, dude, just shut your mouth. Like, if you know you're doing this shit, like, why you're just gonna be like, look like a fool. Yeah. L- let like, when it more. does come out, like, you know what you're fucking doing. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was, it was so funny. Like, it's just like, dude, people are the biggest fucking hypocrites mm-hmm. imaginable. Imaginable. Um, there's there's going to be a documentary about this at some point because it, it's, it's pretty fucking wild when, so. you, when you consider like, all of the things we're talking home. about right now have taken place within like a 12 month period. Like yeah. a guy went from being like touted as like a possible presidential candidate. And then right from there, right at the peak, it just crashed down with one <laughs> thing after another, all within a year span. Like, there definitely needs to be a documentary about this. And I can't wait for it to come out. Maybe that's our, uh, our way out of here. Maybe that's how we catch making a Cuomo documentary. Yeah, <laughs> that, that could be what puts puts uh, somewhere in the middle on the map. Um, Make our own documentary. So where do you want to go from here, Adam? Well, if we're on New York, should we just stick with the recent other recent news coming out of New York City, or just New York in general? The vaccine mandate. Yeah, yeah. Is that so, one of our topics, Is it, or the bonus topic? I think that was the bonus topic that Ty brought up, but I figured if we're talking about New York, might as well just stick yeah, with I New think, York. I think it's a super interesting topic. Yeah. So New York's like, well, there was a, there was a yesterday, Ty. 
when this came out? Yeah, yes. Pretty much saying that, you know, all, you know, all New York, you know, uh, arenas, restaurants, all this stuff are now requiring just essentially a vaccination passport. Like you have to be vaccinated in order to eat or go to these indoor places. Um, And this is something that's been coming up a lot more the last few weeks with, you know, people clearly overreacting to the mainstream media frenzy of uh, fear mongering with the Delta variant. Um, And now this is definitely a lot. I mean, I think when Ty brought it up, I think maybe Jared said it like, are they allowed to do this? Like, can they mandate this stuff? And I guess they can. I mean, clearly someone could challenge it in a court, but this is like the biggest example of, you know, I guess an effect of all this hysteria on a specific part of the country, a state in, in this case, where like, if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, you're not coming into these establishments and they're clearly going to be checking this shit. I mean, this is definitely unprecedented thus far. So, I mean, I think we all have similar reactions to it, but you know, where do you guys want to go over there? Well, it's just the city. It's not the state of New York, but um, just the city. Okay. Yeah. The Blasio's well, territory. All right. Even more so in a way, because everyone thinks of New York city in general. So like, like I, I think to Jared's point, like, I don't How can they do that to like a private business? Right. Like this could have a negative impact on these businesses. Like it could 40, literally 40% like, of the people in the city aren't vaccinated. Yeah. So say, <laughs> say, say even their customers go down by 10% or 20% now, like that's taking money out of these people's pockets when they're fighting to survive after being shut down for other authoritarian rules over the last year and a half. Right. And those like, rules were used like as like a special authorization because of the pandemic like yeah. is this and under it, that same guise is that are they still allowed to like just make these sweeping rules like i that? don't know I, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody fought this to see like is this constitutional right that's it what doesn't I'm seem like it is there's got to be someone that will do it in the next couple of weeks or so because i mean that's it's one thing for these private businesses to you know impose their own restrictions because they choose to do it. That's one thing. So if anything shitty happens to you after that, I mean, I feel a little bad, but I don't feel that bad because you borrow upon yourself, but New York city, they're not even giving anyone a choice. Like that. This is what you're doing, whether you like it or not. And Ty brings up a good point, even though New York city and obviously New York state, you know, obviously I would say is pretty well vaccinated. The city is by no means well vaccinated. Like it's barely over half of people are actually have at least one shot. It's like, it's not like it's uh, a landslide for vaccinations there. So that could turn a lot of people off to go to those businesses. I mean, that's huge. It's just like, it's all theater again. Like I saw literally somebody post today, because there's a uh, restaurant in Cambridge um, that I'm familiar with that started doing the same thing a couple weeks ago. And she reposted this crazy lady saying, like, thank you, New York, for doing this. You're saving lives. Hashtag trust the science. Boston, now your turn. Like oh, trying yeah. to encourage Boston to do oh, this. Oh, yeah. That, that, you but, knew that was going to happen. But it's like, for, for what? I've yet to hear an explanation from anybody on how this is going to help. 
they'll tell you we're going to see an uptick in vaccine intake, which they will. I think they, they will on the, on the margins. Up. Exactly. They're like, not, but, just, but it, not, not everyone's just going to go, ah, damn. Like, I, I, I almost can't go made out it. to eat now or go yeah. to the gym. Like, oh, I, I guess they got me. Like, I'll make it my appointment tomorrow. Like, yeah. Some people may say that. And some people may, like, end up, like, making the decision for themselves. And this mandate may make them to do it faster. But, like, to think that you're just going to, like, cast people away from society and that's just literally cast force, them away from society. That's just going to force them to Republic. make a decision that they don't want to make. Like, no, I think, uh, uh, I don't know if it was Crystal or Sagar said it, but she, you know, they're like, now what's going to happen? Now, all like, I can see it already. Like news stories on CNN. Oh, there is this uh, party full of all unvaccinated people. They use social media to get together because they can't go anywhere. Right. So someone's going to say, yeah, well, fuck right. this. Like, let's just unvaccinated throw gatherings, free speech gatherings, like something ridiculous something like that. Crazy like that. And it's just going to, again, just pit people against each other and it'll solve nothing. Yeah. And just I, you, I almost sorry. Go ahead. No, I'll just say just to, just to give you an idea. So there's about 18 million people who live in New York City. Jesus. Seven. So like 40 percent would be around like seven and a half million people that are unvaccinated. It's a lot of people. That's, That's a lot. Seven, seven and a half times the population of Rhode Island in 50 <laughs> square miles or not yeah. even dude. what's New York City, maybe 20 square miles. But no, that, I was just going to say. Like I almost sympathize with the non-vaccinated people at this point. Cause like, what if somebody actually does is a very valid reason for not wanting to get vaccinated. I mean, and, I, and I that, think saying something like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm paranoid look. And then like, I, it's not FDA approved. Right. Like, well, I, you can, you can just say like, okay, well, I mean, you know, everyone else that, you know, is okay, but you know, no problem. I get it. Like you can't say like, Oh, what are you fucking, idiot what are you a loser <laughs> well that, that, that's what well, they're that, trying that's to kind do. of what they're doing isn't it yeah like they're, they're shunning course. everybody like, we know better than you now yeah. we're gonna literally but if because you don't want to get vaccinated even if you have a valid reason in your own head you can't leave the house you can't go anywhere that's what don lemon you, suggested oh, dude, you guys you see that the words right out of my mouth don i mean that's lemon. pretty much what they're doing in new york if you can't go to the gyms you can't go to restaurants or bars you where can you go can you even go to the supermarket Maybe because you have to. I would hope so. Sorry, so awesome. You get your grocery shopping once a week. That's what Don like, said. He's like, you don't want to get vaccinated? Can't go to the supermarket. Jesus Can't go Christ. to the ball game. Go to the gym. Can't do this. And he goes, this is just where we are. These people just don't want to listen. They just want to you know, go around and around and make their excuses. And you know, the time for that is over. It's like, dude, that is just the most fucking insane thing I, you know, I've ever heard anyone say. And he like, also added casually. something. He also added like, oh, people want to complain like, oh, well, it's my right. I have the freedom to choose. Like, he's like, well, you shouldn't have the right to choose. You just fucking get it. And if you don't get it, then you can't do all the things that you just said. And, and like, I get it, the macro level of the U.S., why they obviously want the vaccination rate to go up so we can move on past this. Of course, but, everyone. But, but like at a person by person level, you really shouldn't give a fuck if somebody else is vaccinated or not. It's their business. 
It's their risk they're willing to take to not get vaccinated. And, and if we actually follow logic, them not being vaccinated provides literally zero risk to you at all if you're vaccinated. Right. Like statistically, you know, when it's something like 99.999, like you can say they don't pose any threat to you. <laughs> no, none. So so like this is this all just like a big virtue signal to like say like all these people need to get vaccinated. We're talking to them like they're idiots. We're ostracizing them from society. When like in all reality, I think we're making a mountain out of an anthill. These are people who are take deciding to take this risk. What do you think, Adam? I mean, I think we're kind of all on the same page with this. I mean, it's one thing if like countries like France or Israel, I think just two, two that have been brought up, you know, in the news of like, you know, areas that I think people forget. Well, France specifically, like France doesn't have like a bill of rights. Like it's not the same as a democracy that we have here. So like those countries can do that, that shit. And the people will obviously be pissed. And we've seen like riots in the streets and shit like that. But they have every right to do that. Those are more authoritarian places. Yeah. Whereas in the United States, all of a sudden, all these civil liberties that you know we like to pride ourselves on are just com- being completely ignored and infringed upon. Like, like you said, is this Jared, not it, why it should, we threw the tea in the water for reasons like this? This is this is part of why we threw the tea in the water, dude. This is part. This is why all of that stuff happened during the revolution was to be able to make the choice. If I don't want to get the vaccine, then I don't want to get it. And, and it sh- doesn't have any impact on you no. at all. It doesn't. It doesn't right. at all. The polar opposite of the whole mask frenzy is like, yeah, yeah. Yourself you is, you got to protect people. And it was like, okay, got you. Like vaccine, it's like, hey, you want to protect yourself? This is what you can do. Yeah. Like that's, that's and, why like people would say us comparing it to like, oh, this is why we throw the tea in the water. Like, These people are just so stupid and don't understand, mm-hmm. you know, the risks and, you know, just don't care about human life. But it's like, yeah, that's what they would say. Yeah, and it's like, you know, shut the fuck up. We've now gotten to the point where we can make that argument because we have a vaccine. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I've been OK with most of the rules around vaccination made by private entities or very specifically government entities like Harry. I'm cool because there's a reason for the government to say, I do not want mass COVID outbreaks amongst vulnerable military population. That puts us at risk, right? Businesses for your own employees. I get it. Federal employees. I get it. Even like those loser restaurants that made a stand to do this two weeks ago. I don't agree with you, but I get it. Business. This is the first rule. You guys had to do that. No, we didn't, but um, a lot of companies are making it mandatory. Like, like all the big hospital groups uh, recently announced they're going to make the mandatory federal employees. They're going to make it mandatory military. They're going to make it mandatory. So they're trying yeah. to kind of take like big chunks out. Well, I mean, that's nothing new for the military. Like everyone I talk to is always like, you know, dude, they're like the shit we had to take, you know, and put in our bodies was right. Insane. Yeah. So, you know, I, but I, I was okay with all those. Cause they were like, they had, reason behind them this is the first one that totally overreaches like civil liberties and it's just like hey we don't care we're making the rules and there's nothing you can do about it well here my 
the the blame I think in this case is actually not the government per se. Per se. I think it's the media. Ooh, nice segue. I no, honestly though, like it, it's it's on the same topic because you know, obviously we we brought this up because you know uh, the mayor of New York City imposed a vaccine mandate. So yes, mm-hmm. that specific action was because of a, a politician, but. Sure. I think what fuels them to do this, to do things like that and impose measures like that is because the media stirs the constituency up into such an insane frenzy that it's become incredibly polarizing. And so yeah. they, they're now in this position where I think they're like, well, I just have to do X just so I don't get yelled at, just so I'm like, I can cover my ass, a CYA thing. And, you know, things like this, you know, they, they get a lot of applause. They get a lot of ad- like adulation from, you know, the mainstream media for making this decision. Right. Like, they're all going to cheer this. Saying, like, which, which finally. is insane, dude. It's so insane. So I don't, I think if, if you know, for the last year and a half, like CNN, Fox, MSNBC, if they all just went black and we weren't able to watch them, I think the pandemic would be a lot different. <laughs> a lot different. I, I think you'd be similar to like when you see all the hysteria around a topic and you're like, everybody's going crazy. But then if you don't take out your phone, you don't notice anything at all. It'd be the same type of thing, right? Where you exactly. realize so much of this is narrative driven noise as opposed to things actually impacting people on a day-to-day basis. Right. And when you have a institution like the New York times, for example, which as much as we don't like the New York times, they are very influential in this country. um, When they're putting out articles saying that vaccinated people have just as much of a chance of contracting the virus as unvaccinated people, that's a problem. And that does not help anybody. Like that's literally misinformation. But you won't hear the misinformation police. Nope. You know, None of that was hear. taken down. That was blasted into the algorithms for the masses to consume. Yep. I mean, after Trump's account was was banned or I guess just banned in general, is, is he is this Twitter account still banned? Yeah. OK. Like we heard so much about all these new censorship rules that Twitter was going to use to protect us from the dreaded misinformation that we make fun of so much. And now, again, picking and choosing, we're seeing misinformation spread all over the fucking place. And there's plenty of the independent news reporters that we all follow that are constantly like retweeting it and liking it and sharing it. It's like, what the fuck is going on? This stuff is being able is able to spread throughout the Web, throughout social media, unimpeded. Right. And that's a rubber yeah. stamp of approval, no matter what yeah. they say. Yeah. No matter what they put out, the Washington Post, CNN, but whatever, MSNBC or not. Totally. But then again, when the fucking Hunter Biden stories come out, Facebook's like, nope, can't. You it wouldn't can't even see let that. you DM it to somebody. It wouldn't even let you send a DM with the link to somebody. <laughs> it's right. But how many pe- how many people do you think, dude, like the, the crazy, like, you know, wine mom? you know, crowd that, you know, soccer jokes about like how many, how many people do you think sent that article about the Provincetown outbreak? And we're like, 
we're fucked. Like I'm staying inside. Like all you know, of them, dude. I knew Literally it. Like this isn't yeah. over. Like you know, they they bought it. Paranoia sinker. Right, and then remember, I I I think it was that that I'd sent you guys, and I took a little clip of a a paragraph yeah. in there, like literally two sentences of the entire article that said of the uh, you know people who contracted coronavirus. Uh, I think there was like three over three hundred people, um, over three hundred people who were vaccinated but got infected. Like four went to the hospital, none died. Yeah, and I oh, bet the they all that went caught to the, the cold essentially, right. right? Yeah, or maybe felt really shitty for a couple days, and that was it. Yep, and that was buried. That thing was buried in the bottom of the article, like legitimately the bottom of the article. Not by and coincidence. The whole rest of it was just about how crazy you know this Delta variant is, and like see that what this proves and. This is what part of the CDC, you know, what this was part of what the CDC used to, you know, reinstate their mask guidance, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, this, this is just fucking insane. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, another thing that just popped in my head, I think it was from yesterday's episode of Breaking Points. Again, another outrageous article title or topic that was uh, spread was like the Delta variant is more contagious than Ebola. I don't know if you guys heard soccer talk about that, yeah. which technically is true because Ebola is spread through like bodily fluids and shit like that. Whereas Corona or sorry, well, the Delta variant is airborne. Like you can get it just being in a general area around people. So soccer is like, yeah, that's true. But if you explain it and you actually give detail to it, most people will realize, oh, all right, so I shouldn't have to yeah. be that worried about that. So just like little things like that, because most people aren't going to look into that stuff. They just take it for what it is in the article title. And then they, like you, Ty said, the wine moms, whoever, they start sharing this shit and it freaks people out. It right. freaks that, that, people, that becomes the language of the masses. Yeah, like yeah that, that's easily. it. That's all anyone will refer to if you try to have a reasoned discussion with them about this kind of stuff. You know, that, that's, you know, that, that's what the mainstream media is just feeding fear as, as, you know, that ends up being ammunition for, you know, group think. They're just desperate for eyeballs. Like that's, that's what I mean. their like, business model now. They, they, right. The demise of our country is worth clicks and eyeballs. 100%. It's crazy. It's absolutely like, crazy. It, think about how many people don't know that. Yeah. And we'll never know that. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot. The majority. That, that, that think that, you know. That's actual news. What right. That they're, that they're doing this because they care about you and yeah. because they want you to know the truth. That literally yeah. couldn't be further from what's actually <laughs> yep. the case. Literally could not be further. Total yeah. 180 from that. Um, I, I think it spoke volumes when like a day after all the hysteria and every journalist running with that, those crazy headlines, everybody started to change their tune because they, I think they realized like the facts were getting out and it was going to make them look real bad. So you had like that white house um, correspondent from the COVID task force was like, please let me clarify. Like this report is not bad news. And then slowly, but surely 
Axios, Vice, they all started to change their tune a little bit and say, okay, well, maybe it's not quite as scary when you look at the science. Get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Like, they must have got a memo from the White House saying, guys, you're doing a terrible job trying to motivate people to get vaccinated. Like, this yeah, is the narrative and, and, now. And the, the media is like, well, we don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Like, it, but it, they, they fact- changed the tune within 24 hours to now, like, Hillary Clinton is showing stats saying... <laughs> <laughs> vaccination is like gonna work they're pulling right. out the big guns it, they're still know. talking out of both sides of their mouth like they're showing that and they're still saying you need to wear a mask it makes no sense i, I mean they're they're just complete buffoons and i mean they're they're buffoons. not again you know some of them are but you know i don't think they're doing it for malicious reasons when it comes to like doing things like wanting people to wear masks and stuff again i think they are like they've convinced themselves that, you know, they just need to err on the side of caution for like every, yeah. everything possible when it comes to this. So I don't think they're doing it for the wrong reasons, but like, I wonder if they know how dumb they sound. Like when they say, like you said, Jared, when they literally contradict themselves, like in one statement, like well, I, we were sharing those Joe Biden videos. And I, I mean, not that he could keep the sentence straight on his own regard. What they call the twilight zone. That was the caption. Right. Because it, it, yeah. it, 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 it happened, you know, where, you know, the new guidance went out and Biden was like, we're doing this because not enough people made the right choice. And, you know, this is what the science says we have to do, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, you know, maybe it's the same idea, right. That you were talking about, you know, where they were like, okay, this is out of control. We got to rein this shit in. This is going to hurt vaccination rates. <laughs> so the next day, Joe Biden is like, you know, just get vaccinated. If you get vaccinated, he even said, if you get vaccinated, you won't get COVID. He's just like, <laughs> wait a minute. Every, everyone's like, wait, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, what are these people trying to say? It's, it's literally like the... Um, joker from batman putting us through a riddle or the riddler putting us through a riddle trying to figure out what's the answer here it's like they're trying to just herd a fucking cattle and it's like they say one thing and the cattle runs this way and they're like oh whoa, 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 no wait 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 this 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 and then you know all the cattle are like what the fuck no i'll, I'll go back this way because like, oh, the people don't even know what direction they want us to run it's just unbelievable dude it's such yeah a fucking utter failure of leadership and Speaking of, set up the eviction moratorium crisis for us. Oh, hiccups. Oof. I got I nervous say, there, I, I guess. I thought I heard one earlier. Um, so I think everybody's aware as part of COVID when people weren't working, etc. the CDC used kind of like these executive powers to implement an eviction moratorium and you can't be evicted from your apartment as a renter or your home as a renter, as well as mortgage forbearance, student loan forbearance, et cetera, trying to protect people who are losing their income. Um, about a, a month and a half ago is June 15th. Of course, the uh, uh, eviction moratorium or yeah, I think they call it a yep. moratorium, right? Yeah. Moratorium. Eviction moratorium was challenged by the courts because landlords like myself said, okay, I get it, but this isn't fair to us. If our tenants aren't paying us, we're still responsible for our bills, our mortgage, taxes, insurance, etc. So in a logical, I thought logical decision, 
the Supreme Court ruled, yeah, this is not constitutional. You cannot tell a landlord that they have to let their tenants stay there without paying the rent. Like, makes perfectly good but sense. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like a, you know, who can argue that basic premise? Yeah, I, I think the reason people didn't argue is they knew everybody was forced onto unemployment. They said, okay, it's really bad right now. It was the right thing to do. Yeah, nobody gave a, argued with it at all than maybe some rich people. So I think it was very clear that the Democrats and the Republicans both had no interest in extending this. They knew since January or June 15th that it was going to be expiring this past Saturday. This right, past- that wasn't a government like, you know, in-house thing like that was public knowledge. Yeah, yeah public <laughs> there knowledge. Were reports on it, like literal <laughs> like news articles written about it. This past Wednesday, somebody asked Jen Psaki and Biden and crew, um, what are you going to do about the eviction moratorium? And they say, well, it's clear as day. The CDC said it's not constitutional. There's nothing we can do. It's got to be done through Congress, which is actually what the CDC said. If you need to, or the Supreme Court said, I should uh, say, um, if you want to keep this in place, it needs to be an actual law through Congress. So then they go to Nancy on that Thursday and Nancy goes, "Okay, we're going to scramble, see what we can do, knowing that they would never get the votes for it. So what they called was a vote of unanimous consent, which means if every person in the House, every single one, all how many people are in the House? 250 something. 435. 435 people all say the words yes, and not one person says no, then it passes the house. <laughs> Shocker. Somebody said no. Easy. A, a, a day before the thing. So they go and immediately say, it's the Republicans' fault. We held a vote. They no, voted no, 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 no. Well, what did she say first? We made like Her a valiant effort no. to... Nope. Her first that? excuse was... I just learned about the expiration of the eviction oh, moratorium yeah, yeah. yesterday. That's what she said. Then really came do, the firestorm well. of tweets from her saying uh, the things you guys just referenced, like, you know, we were Democrats are making every effort. The cruel and evil Republicans like <laughs> won't let us pass it through Congress. It's like, lady, I just read about how you said that you didn't know it was happening yesterday on thursday it's now friday and what do you say jared june 15th yeah so it's been a month and a half and they're going on they went on recess she definitely yeah, had a six vac- week vacation she definitely had vacation brain she's like fuck i totally forgot about that <laughs> no she didn't have vacation brain they didn't know, want to I, extend I she, this i know she didn't have vacation brain. i was making yeah. a joke but they, yeah, they did I mean, not want to extend it and they were hoping they could brush it under the rug so and just when, nobody would notice August 1st comes along and it just no one's talking just, about it. Yeah, that's that's exactly what they were hoping <laughs> right. for. They're like, you go like, hey, Chuck, you heard anything yet? No, no, not yet. Right. Just looking at the clock. Just tick, 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 tick. right. The second they're out of vacation, <laughs> phone shut. But so Jeez. the um, yeah. so after blaming the Republicans, their response, the Democrat in the House and Nancy's response is. We need to give this back to the White House. They're the only ones that can do it. So literally this game of ping pong over the weekend mm-hmm. of the Congress saying that White House needs to do it, White House saying they can't do it, Congress needs to do it, but nobody actually trying to do anything as Cory Bush, the senator for our congresswoman from St. Louis, who has famously been unhoused, which is now the new term for homeless, 
um, <laughs> camped out on the steps of Congress for 72 hours, drawing attention to this until finally today, they, I haven't read the details of it, but they found some shortcut that they're going to try and band-aid together an eviction moratorium for certain parts of the country, even though Biden says he doesn't think it's constitutional. So who knows dude, if it's going to stand? Dude, the, the administration White House said yesterday, we don't like Biden doesn't do have that, the power yeah. to do this. And then you yeah, yeah, try to that do clip it on breaking points. Yeah, I don't think the, so. the White oh, House person. Yeah, the guy, to, he's like, yeah. he's like, uh, you know, the president is doing everything he can. He checked with the CDC. He double checked. He kicked the tire. Yeah, I did see that. Quote. He double checked. He triple checked. He quadruple checked. <laughs> and unfortunately, doing everything just, <laughs> he can. What do you think that looks like? Just get the CDC on the phone. Hey, just wanted to double check. Can we do this? No, it's just shooting an email and just like following up. Follow- <laughs> <laughs> like nope. moratorium. Still the same question mark. So I mean. Uh, obviously, I think the Democratic response, or I shouldn't even say the Democrat, DC's response to this has been yeah, pathetic. But don't you, wouldn't you say that the Cory Bush, that's just a fucking stunt too? Oh, 100% a stunt. We, we would need to apply the same logic to her that we would with Pelosi. She didn't like, not know this was going to fucking happen. She just decided to wait until this weekend. I agree. I think a- she, she used it as a political stunt for sure. Um, but I think if she didn't do this and keep drawing attention to it, yeah, it would have be been right. brushed under the rug. Yeah. She, I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of her. I, I'm guessing you guys saw, I don't know if it was breaking points or somewhere else where they were trying to ask her some tough questions about like Medicare for all. And she made her aides like interrupt the interview. Yeah. yeah. Like, right, I saw Corey Bush. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I thought you were a woman of the people, former unhoused. Yeah. And like, you get asked one tough question and you make your intern aides break up. Then the guy comes like, in and is like, suck. hey, we only got time for two more or something like that. And then it's like, all right, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. And just like getting in front of them. I just want to say to all of them, like, guys, like this is like that you're coming into class and the teacher's asking for the assignment that they gave you a month and a half ago. And you're like, wait, what? You never <laughs> oh told me. God, dude. What are you like? Uh, what are you, boy, what? Are you boy, do me? I know that? Do I know that? And, and you, you, you see, like, literally just a thing on the whiteboard saying <laughs> big project two on this date. It's been there since the 15th. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then the kid being like, I'm, I'm nearsighted. I can't see far. I could never see that. <laughs> I never saw it. Unbelievable. So. Yeah, but I was just going to say, so I think we'd all agree the response to it's been an absolute disaster. But what are your guys' thoughts on if it actually should have been extended? Like, that seemed to not even be a conversation over the last week. It has just been, yes, absolutely, landlords are evil. They should be extended. You are pretty uh, evil, Mo. I mean, I can't argue with that. I look like an evil guy. Yeah. I mean, they were when they were talking about on breaking points is the fact that there was supposed to be money given to states, yeah. so there was money to states. That's given an important part of the puzzle. Right. Billion dollars, right? Fifty was, billion the first time, and then a and second round this year. Do you guys know how much was spent from that fifty billion? How much was distributed? I think it was like eight. Three. Is was, was three. it three? It was three? I thought it was eight. Wow, three, three out of. Fifty billion dollars were actually distributed. Well, what what happens to that money? Does the state just keep it? Does the, <laughs> the state just keep it and do whatever it. they want with it? 
I 100 percent All I'm reading about is how state it. governments are just ripe with cash right now, flush with cash from all these stimulus bills, and nothing's happening. Yeah, that's funny. Didn't everyone talk about that last year? Like they were so broke, and this is what exactly <laughs> what was going to happen. We gave the states 50 billion, and none of them spent it on what they were supposed to. So, I don't. It's tough. Like I under, I understood. I think what Crystal said they could have done. You know where they should extend it a month. And and then like give the them time to spend on, the money. Yeah. Um. So, but like my thing is, so the moratorium, you the uh the renter isn't on the hook for that rent, right? Yes, they are. Yeah, they, they are. are. Yeah, it's all that all has to be back paid. Okay. So this it doesn't just get wiped. It's okay. they're now literally owe almost a year's a year rent. plus worth of rent if they haven't been paying it. So, yeah. but at the same time, other than extreme circumstances, if if you haven't been paying it, what have you been doing with your stimulus checks and massive unemployment checks and all that? Well, I mean, it I depends in, on their life situation. But you still got to pay your rent. Not an eviction moratorium, <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly. I guess you I guess you're right. Um, so you kind of have like a double-edged sword there where i think especially because again i i hope it doesn't happen but you know if we get to this place where you know these states are imposing these vaccine mandates and that's driving down you know foot traffic in these places and they start letting people go like i don't think that's fair i think they should have some sort of relief from the government and if that's an eviction moratorium, like that's a pretty good one to have. It'll keep them in a home. But yeah, I, like I think like you started off by saying at, at some point, it's completely and utterly insane to expect the landlord to just eat it. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like it's, well, yeah, they need to be paid for that. Like, like, they're providing a service. Now, you can't but how do just, we do that? If if the, if the rent is supposed to be back paid to you as a landlord, then are they just going to give you a small amount of relief for taxes, home repairs, day to day maintenance kind of stuff? Like, I think the way it would work is pretty much the government would take that fifty billion and pay people's rent, so it would cover the rent that the tenants owe, and the money would go to the landlords. Yeah, but then you're getting double paid for rent eventually no because that would that would wipe out like their rent it, it would the money would go to the hands i would assume if it works like logically to the tenants and they pay that they pay the rent with it that's okay, what i would so, think so they wouldn't be back paying you then you'd be getting paid by the tenants if, if i was referring to back pay if this bill like if this money's never dispersed they're still on the hook for that like if they, if they never get this aid they are responsible for moratorium. Just means like on pause, so everything they haven't paid. Okay. Because this, I'd still say there's probably a pretty solid chance. Other forty-seven billion dollars, nothing happens with it. What's going to change? It's, well, it I thought the fifty given, billion like, was for landlords and like it was for both landlords oh, it was. and it was tenants. for both. Yeah, okay, okay. it was rental assistance. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So three billion was distributed from last September to now. And we have confidence yeah. that all of a sudden the other forty billion billion dollars is going to be distributed all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, again, like 
I it's insane, but you know, all I used to talk about was like less government, but we need more government to be able to fucking do things like this. More, like more competent, competent government. government. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jinx. Obviously, right? But um, like, how can you expect the state to just like, hey, here's a billion dollars, right? Go get it to all the landlords and, and renters in the state. Yeah, I, I think all of those start? types of programs have been a disaster. The right. restaurant aid programs, all of them. Right, like where do you even start? They do the states literally do most of their stuff still on paper. Go try and go to the DMV, see how efficient of a process that is. That's what the state runs. Like, go look at their pensions. Their pensions are made up with magic math that don't add up. Like, right. these aren't the people to execute on these things. How did it get so bad, dude? Where like we we you know in a federal no accountability, like this, dude. There's just yeah. no accountability. Why well, why, it, why perform when you don't need to? And I'm all for federalism. I'm all for a separation between the federal government and the state governments. But this is a different kind of situation. And these right. states there need should be guidance. a federal government program that can right. do it for the states. Yep. In times of immense crisis like we're dealing with, this makes me think of the vac- vaccination distribution chaos that happened early on. Yeah. We're like was every state was every state was like one wasn't getting enough of the vaccines, but like everyone was doing their own distribution process and, and, and it would became a clusterfuck. They eventually figured it out, but it, it was terrible from the, you know, from the starting gun. And this is just another example of like, Hey, we want you to handle this large sum of money. Go for it. We're not going to give you a plan. We're not going to give you any guidance. We're not going to walk you through anything. We're not going to pilot anything for you or anything like that. Just do it. And yep. we're seeing how that doesn't work. Because $3 billion out of $50 billion that were allocated to this specific problem, that's all that was distributed. We could probably so, pay down our entire fucking national debt with all the money that's just in the ether from all these <laughs> fucking you're, random You're, you're probably right. Think about it. So, somehow the stimulus, each one was over a trillion dollars. What was that act- What was that money actually to do then? If none of it's being spent, what is all that money doing? Uh, that's a fantastic that. question. I have no we'll never know. They don't want us to know. You know the other thing, thing that... Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, the other thing I was going to say was that double-edged sword piece was okay. So if the stuff doesn't go out the door, money doesn't get into the hands of people. Who the fuck is going to have a year's worth of rent ready to pay? Nobody. But, like literally nobody. No one's that good of a saver. Just literally, well, especially nobody. if you're so poor you can't afford your rent in the first right. place. Exactly. So. But I also that like that can't be the landlord's problem that they're stuck with forever. But it's no, it how, how definitely do you, shouldn't be right. But it's gonna you, be. There's a, there's a process called eviction designed specifically for this exact situation. Oh. A tenant breaks <laughs> thank, a lease and does not you, pay. Thank you for explaining eviction to me. <laughs> but that's my answer to your question. Like we're at like this is why we have eviction, and I understand why we put a moratorium on it. But where do we draw the line? People will always be in hardship. There will always be people who will lose their home due to eviction. Is that now just we're too righteous to let people be evicted for the rest of humanity? I know. But even if you evict them, like, what are you going to take them to court? I mean, they're never going to pay you back for that. You're going to be out that money. You're, yeah, on the hook you're, no you're out of the what. money either way. But at least if they're evicted, you can get somebody in who is going to pay. No, of course. Of course. Um, but that, that's the other thing I was thinking was, OK, all this money's piling up. Right. If that relief doesn't get out, like nobody's getting paid 
Like, and it's a pretty, no. and it's just going to be a spy like a spiral. You it, know, it, it's a pretty clear like terrible ladder that this like like step by step thing leads to. Like if you're a tenant, you can't afford your rent, you're fucked. And like you said, Mo, you're fucked because you're not getting that money. And most landlords can't just all landlords probably just can't afford to just keep you know eating these rent payments. And then who else is not getting their money? The banks. So then we end up in a fucking crisis at some point because then eventually now the banks, we, we all know the banks would get help immediately if they came immediately. to that. Immediately. But it's just, it's a pretty standard thing to understand what will happen if, you know, this continues to go the way it is. So I guess to, to, to that, if that moratorium we're not start, and I don't even know what that means with it starting up again. So, like, are we back to where we were before? Like, do we know exactly? I, I what haven't the read the happening? details yet, but they said it'll cover about ninety percent of evictions, whatever that okay. means. And before it was one hundred percent. Yeah, before you could right. not evict somebody. Got it. So they could literally be not paying, destroying your property. And I've seen like Reddit posts of people like literally concrete in toilets, like people destroying properties. And there's nothing you can do about it. You have to let them stay there. Yeah, which obviously is fucked up in a lot of ways. I mean, obviously, I would feel for the 15 million people that would just immediately be unhoused. Is that what, is that the new term? Unhoused is the new unhoused. term. Yep. Yes, I want to keep it relevant. Well, unhoused is actually, the, I would say, the right term in that context. Well, yeah, they yeah, are being right. unhoused. They will be homeless. They will be homeless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like that. Like, I don't know. And I'm not going to, obviously I'm not a landlord. So I, but it doesn't take a lot to understand what like someone like Jared would be going through and millions of other landlords out there. Would yeah, be going most, through. most landlords are people like me, somebody who own like one or two properties. Most landlords are not rich people. No, no. And I'm not, I'm not trying to paint that picture. I'm just saying like, yeah, I, 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 I just think people s- should know that most people assume landlords are like this evil person who sits in a skyscraper. <laughs> yeah. I think crystal thinks that. Yeah, probably. Is that what you, is that what you aspire to be Jared? A evil landlord that sits in a I skyscraper? I want to be a very happy landlord who lives in a camper van. The opposite <laughs> of a guy who lives, sits in a skyscraper. Yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough situation. Like, yeah, if the eviction moratorium ends, obvious. Hopefully, assuming that that money gets distributed, you get help, which is great. But then, fifteen million people are out on the streets, and then if it continues, that's great. Those fifteen million people are going to have a roof over their head for at least another month. I don't know how long this is going to last, but then you guys are you, the landlords, are still left like okay. I feel bad for them, but what about me? Yeah. You know? like and, and and when is this not just due to COVID and something totally out of their control? And when do we incorporate human agency in this? Of uh, they probably could be working now, right? right. Or they pro- or maybe they made the wrong life decisions to make them one rent payment away from not being or one missed paycheck away from not being able to pay their rent. Like th- that shouldn't be the landlord's responsibility or the taxpayer's responsibility after no. a certain amount of time. Right. Eventually, we got to get back to like you reap what you sow. Yeah. Sorry. I know I sound like an asshole, but what would you what would you say if that your tenant was like, look, I I don't want to get the vaccine, but I'm I'm in New York City now and I can't be employed. Nobody like the state or the city like mandates employers have their employees get vaccinated. And I had the I mean, 
if it if it fell under that 90% of evictions that are protected, I literally couldn't do anything. I would have to say, okay, no problem. Keep living you here for fucking free. Fucking scumbag. <laughs> I, you know what I would do? Do you remember the Sopranos episode where he goes uh, and gets the boat with the massive stereo system yeah. outside yeah. that guy's house? Yeah. I would just put subwoofers all on like my floor and just shake their apartment. You just make their lives a living hell. I, it's I would a have complete to go war zone in Jared's ways. apartment. They're just fucking making all the noise possible. I would take a dump in the air things. vent, just like anything <laughs> to stink them out. And Ty, I know you had like a ficti- you made up a fictitious situation. But like, if there's someone that's like, "Hey, I'm gonna get kicked out of my house. I can't work, but I'm definitely not getting the vaccine." I'd be like, "Fuck you, dude! Get the fucking vaccine at that point. Get a fucking job." Like that would piss right? me off. And I'm sure there's plenty of people that are like, well, "Yeah, but I- why? But how can you say that after the conversation we just had?" But think about that. Wait, so like, it doesn't have- matter. It's about pre- <laughs> it has it's irrelevant. Yeah, that, in, that's in like not, not so you're New just York saying City. it is not New it York is okay. City, it's not so, irrelevant. So you're saying it is okay that the state does that. People just got to suck it up and do it. If it if it means either I get vaccinated, which allows me to be employed, which allows me to get a paycheck, which allows me to afford rent and feed my family, or no, I'm just going to ignore all that and just not get the vaccine. I'd be pretty annoyed if it came down to that. If it like dire straits, like this is the difference between me surviving and not, I'd be fucking annoyed. I'm just saying. I think that's so, that, would, that would be so fucked up. That would be such a fucked up situation. Dude, well, it's happening again, it's to a, a lot of people. It's I'm a lucky fictitious my situation that you brought up. I'm just playing in, into that. But if that were you and, and it, it came down, well, I don't want to get vaccinated, but that means I can't afford to do anything and feed my family and yeah i would say for people Holy shit like where do we live is this fucking america or is this like we're right well in this case we're in new york city yeah it's totally and if that were the case that'd be fucked up insane. and I, I as as annoyed as i would be in and with people like that obviously it's not their fault in the end it's fucking de blasio's fault for a, making something like that mandate i get that but at the end it's like well if it came down to me eating or not i'm getting the fucking vaccine so i can eat that's all if I'm that, saying. If that happened in my city and that passed, I would be in the streets. It'd be France. It would be France. It'd You're be exactly Paris, right. man. You'd be out there fucking knocking the Eiffel Tower down. Fuck yeah, I would. Yeah. I think that's insane. It is insane. I'm just saying, like, fuck, like, just get the vaccine at that point. Even though you, it sucks you're in that situation, I want a paycheck. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that, that's the clear and logical answer at that point. But, you know, the whole point is they shouldn't ever be forced to have to make a decision like that. Totally agree. It should never be like that. And, and it's scary because if New York City's doing it, you know, like, that, that, that's the first, that's this, you know, there's going to be several other dominoes to fall after that. And that is, and yeah. Boston could be next. Like Jared said, maybe wouldn't, Boston's wouldn't the next place me. to do California, that. California, all those good sure, states. San Fr- oh, San Francisco. Oh, my God. I can't like, wait. Um, <laughs> I, I keep seeing like all over, like all over Twitter, like the, the take is like uh, around like why vaccine mandates are okay is like you have no right to go around and spread your droplets <laughs> and potentially kill people. And someone commented is like, 
Wait, when the fuck did like breathing become become you know something that we can just take away your your right to do? Like, right. These hey, it's people not are the absolutely fucking insane. It's not in the constitution, so you have no have to right to, to walk around and breathe unvaccinated. <laughs> We'll have to add the 28th Fuckies. Amendment to make sure people can fucking breathe in public again. Get down to the fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> Take him out. Oh, my God. Um, all right. So let, let's move on uh, to our last topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That I'm in the sound effects. I'm like the guy from uh, what's that old cop movie with Eddie Murphy? L.A. I don't, I don't know, L.A. Cop or something. I forget. Beverly Hills. LA, cop. That might be it. Beverly yeah. Hills Cop. He just makes. There's a guy who's LAPD. LAPD. <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about the Bernie interview. I'm interested to see what you guys thought. Um, Can we start with Kyle Kalinske being super butthurt and making me fucking laugh so (laughs) much? Listen to him just cry about it. I get why he was butthurt. I did not expect him to be that transparent (laughs) on the air. I thought it was awesome that he was, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree, Jared. That's fucking lame. You're like, hey, we want to come on your show. We don't want you to be part of the interview. Like, yeah, I'd be pissed, too. But it was just. And Kyle is a huge lefty. Yeah, dude, he started that whatever that org was like justice Democrats, justice Democrats. Yeah, I also didn't realize that he he got he pretty much got Bernie on Rogan. I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea either. Yeah, Yeah, fuck Bernie for just like saying fuck you, dude. Dude, I would be, (laughs) I can't even. I would be so livid if I were Kyle. Sure. Yeah, I I get fucking livid. I totally agree. (laughs) Dude, one of the best lines was like, uh, he's like, um. You know, they, they were talking about like, you know, why, why would they have, you know, said this, blah, blah, blah. And he was going through all those things, listing, you know, the support he's given. And he's like, you know, they probably did it because I called him a cuck. <laughs> it's like, there's no way he heard that, right? There's no way he would have heard about that. But I definitely called him a cuck. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I felt terrible for him. Um, so my, before we get into the interview, my question is, should Crystal have done the interview? Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's a. It's I don't a, know. I think it was a. It was a necessary business decision, um, and yeah, she should have done it. Uh, that, that Pers- just a, selfishly because I wanted to watch it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking <laughs> wash the selfishness away in the you know, objective through the objective lens, like your partners and like, it's not like he's like Sager and has conservative views and knows, you know, that he's not going to agree with a lot of Bernie says or whatever, which again, I, I'll get to this. Cause I, I, as soon as I heard that I was so pissed off the whole interview, I like wanted nothing to do with it. I was so fucking mad. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you're crystal, your partners, a, and then B, like, how are you going to accept that being like an independent journalist and railing against, you know, the, the politicians who pick and choose, you know, where they're comfortable, where they're most comfortable talking and all that kind of shit. How are you going to take him who's her, like fucking idol saying, yeah, I'll do the interview, but your buddy, no, 
sits on the sideline. Cannot be a part of the interview. Like, and it's definitely not cool. I, I would be. That'll be the first question I'd ask. Would be like, what? What's going on? What was that about? This guy's a huge supporter of yours. Why is he not sitting at the table with us? Yeah. Do you guys think it also had to do with like the fact that Bernie Sanders is probably the most high profile person that they'll ever get on that? Not maybe not ever get, but to this point, have gotten on that podcast. It wasn't like just oh, well, yeah, some random that's mayor. Why they did. That's or, why she did it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. If it was like some yeah. random mayor or some like random independent Principal journalist. Over money. That's what they were about. like. Hey, I don't want Kalinsky on there. I'm sure they would be like, all right, then we'll just move on to the next person on our list. But I don't know. I mean, I'm cool it with would, it. It would totally change the way it does totally change the way I think about Bernie. I thought that was awful. It's and, insane and, uh, to me that he would do that. Uh, so insane. The interview changed the way I look at Bernie, too, in a negative light. But I also think how, how much of things like that are actually coming out of his mouth versus his team at AIDS, like, trying to protect him, right, and, and trying to make the, the layup an interview. Like, we don't know for a fact. It was Bernie specifically saying, I will not interview with Kyle Kalinske. It, it could have been, been his AIDS. Down. It could have been his AIDS bringing it to – Bernie and say, Hey, Bernie, you know, Crystal, you met with her on this date. Would you be open doing an interview with her? Cause they thought that's what they, he would say yes to who knows. Right. It yeah. could have been yeah. either right. or it could have been that. Yeah. But uh, I do but agree. If it is that then, you know, never actually know he, he's off the hook for that. But, um, but I think in general, it was certainly the most I've ever seen him look like a politician um, oh, yeah. as opposed to, and he even talked about it in the interview the guy who just like is a ball of fire of inspiration. Like he was on the campaign trail. Yeah. Different, different outs- person. He's not an outsider anymore. Yeah. I thought he totally looked and sounded pathetic. He, like, he sounded like a politician. And again, like I, I I'm, you know, I, I'm, I just became a Bernie fan like yesterday. So this is like s- silly of me, but it's like, <laughs> it was quick. You know, yeah. Quick it's like, turnarounds. you know, the guy like stands for something and I don't agree with everything he stands for, but you know, the fact that he does stand for something and like, you know, is not afraid to, you know, have debate and, you know, actually, I don't know. I guess I say that, but I don't really know that. Like, I don't really know him that well that he wouldn't do this anyway. You know what I mean? But like that, that's just such a fucking pussy cop out move. Like you should be as Bernie Sanders, the antithesis of that. You would think that's that's what I was hoping for. I believe in my, you know, stance and my policies so strongly that I welcome like a challenge and a debate like with a different ideology which is not Kyle Kalinske Kyle would agree with every single fucking thing Bernie says yeah well hear me out with this thought so I, I agree with what you're saying Ty but I think you're referring to and I had similar thought the idea of Bernie Sanders this was actually very much in line with the Bernie Sanders we saw in the presidential campaign, who was always scared to go for the jugular. He was always scared to make the point to make Biden actually look bad. He's my friend Joe, right? Hmm. Never said a bad thing about Joe Biden the whole campaign. It was always Democratic Party over what he said he believed in. So I think a lot of what he said here was very much in alignment with that of, yeah, mm-hmm. a guy who I do think deep down believes a lot of things he talks about but he's scared to play outside the system. Yeah, like he was cheerleading for Nancy Pelosi. 
at one point in the interview saying like, do not discount how hard she's worked, you know, to get this or that done. And, you know, he might've even said Joe Manchin. I don't remember, but you know, it's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. She's evil. Yeah. Like it just, you know, he didn't answer a single question directly. Like, I'm not sure if you guys, you know, paid attention to that or whatnot, but there wasn't a single question that was you could even consider remotely critical or just not even critical, just Crystal trying to have him make a, a, a point one way or the other. Yeah. And he, he just wouldn't do the, it. The prepared talking points. Correct. One level. He wouldn't deeper, do it. Yeah. Wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, there were several right. several things that Crystal brought up and, and like Bernie would bring it up. I think there was like a minimum wage saying like, oh, like we're not giving up on the $15 minimum wage. And then Crystal's like, you want to elaborate on that? And he goes, no. Just immediately like, nope, not going to go anymore. Not, not going to go down a hole where I may have to get, you know, a critical question or whatever. But yeah, it, it was a and Crystal did it. I thought a very good job of making sure that, I mean, cause she's a big Bernie fan. I mean, yeah. Um, definitely a good job of not just cheerleading, you know, or fan fanboying yeah. or fangirling yeah. or, or him or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Bernie's like any other politician in a lot she, of ways. She fangirled a little bit, but I was just happy to see her, you know, at least try to make him uncomfortable a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, she only had like a half an hour, and right. he gives like the longest fucking answers to half the things, like any politician would, I guess, instead of just cutting straight to the point. But yeah, I mean, she had like a couple, like she talked about, like, oh, how do you like your new role now? Like, or, or, every, yeah. or she would start by saying, I know you feel this way, and I feel this way too. But, you know, what about like just making him <laughs> couching his statements before he even makes them? Like I was like, right? Come yeah, on, come on. My other biggest to do that, but my other biggest uh, gripe with what he said. So if you remember, like how he opened it up with saying how Biden is the first president to ever have this long list of priorities that need to be addressed: climate change, working wage, unions, this, that. Um, to to have a plan to do all of it, and I wish he would have said. Yes, maybe to have a plan to talk about all of it. Yes. Yep. Or, or, or maybe phrase it as yes, to address it with the smallest amount of effort possible where it barely makes a difference, but say you're doing something. But you, we both know sitting down right here, these plans are not enough, right? Like that should have been the answer to Biden is giving these great efforts to solve the world's problems. Like, no, he's not. He's doing the bare minimum possible to say he's working on these problems. Ta- and I mean, you know Jared, that, Bernie. Jared, he's fighting for the soul of our nation. What are you talking about? He's already he's got That's that everything. back in his head. Right. I mean, who listens to Joe Biden when he's out in public and think that thinks that he's capable of orchestrating, you know, an infrastructure bill? Joe Biden had nothing to do with that. Just no. as to be frank, just as like every other president wouldn't. Right. right. But t- to your point. There you have fucking Bernie Sanders, like without needing to, again, cheerleading and defending Joe Biden. And I mean, obviously, he can't just say like, yeah, I think Joe's doing a horrendous job. Like, no, that's, of course that's not. not. You know, that's not possible. You know, he works for the guy. But um, yeah, and I like how was, like Bernie would say like, oh, like, you know, yeah, like, uh, you know, President Biden can't like just make quick changes to like these things. And Chris is like, well, 
there is the <laughs> there is executive action, and he can do this and that. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Give me a sentence in a Bernie voice. Well, Crystal, there's a lot of people who don't feel the way I do about the parliamentarian. <laughs> Dude, I. <laughs> That's was a that great, good? That was good. Dude, I, I love how you said the parliament, the, the fucking parliamentarian, this person that's dictating everything that happens. Apparently, this not even an elected official. I, I love how she brought that up. It's like because it, it was it was phrased in a way like it seems like Biden, like again, like Jared said, he talks a big game, but then a yeah. lot of the stuff when it comes to action, it's like oh filibuster, oh parliamentarian can't do anything. Because I, I don't think any of us knew what the fucking parliamentarian was until Biden got into office. This person that they fucking hire. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this person's calling the shots. So I like how she 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 did a good job of just pointing out the flaws with with Biden's administration in general. And then, like you said, Ty, a lot of most of the time, Bernie was just like, well, no, 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 you don't understand. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know yeah. what conversations are being had with with the president and his, and his administration. Like, yeah. Okay. Burn dog, like we're done. Burned. <laughs> like you're, we're done. Like you're just you're just like everyone else. And so I'm going to end this on a somber note by asking you guys: if he can't go in there and not be totally fucking warped by like the DC like mind like numbingness and you know establishment narratives. And even people like fucking AOC or Corey Bush or any other members of the squad, if these people can't do it, will anyone be ever be able to do it? Josh Hawley couldn't do it. He fell right in line. You know what I mean? Right like, about him. Wow. Will there is there any actual hope for populist politicians to make it in government? It needs to be a Trumpian-esque outside-the-system type figure. Somebody with... Because that's what Trump won with the first time, a populist message. Um, somebody with that message, no ties to the system, and enough balls to not just say the things Bernie's been saying, but then still play within the rules of the Democratic system, or Democratic Party, I should say, but... but not be afraid to blow up the system. In the words of Daenerys Targaryen, I don't want to be on top of the wheel. I want to destroy the wheel. Or whatever the quote was. <laughs> Is that a quote, Adam? Yeah. Something like wanted, that. Yeah. That was that was pretty good. Can you do a That's Daenerys? All. Can you do Daenerys voice for us now? <laughs> oh God. What did she say? <laughs> Dracarists. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I agree, Jared. Like if you took some of like Bernie's like best qualities and there still are, I know we're giving him shit, but he's got some good qualities and, you know, what made him as popular as he's been over the last, you know, 10 years or whatever. Um, but the biggest flaw is that he's been in politics for fucking ever. So he, he'll talk, you know, as if he's an outsider, but then people are like, oh, he's been in the Senate for how long? Or like Decades. he's been like he's he's been there forever. So, you know, it, it may take someone again, not a Trump, but like like you said, yeah, because Trump failed. Type he didn't. Person. He, he ended up being an establishment Republican. Yeah, he, once did. he was in there. He did. 
once he, he was in, I guess like fighting his way in there, it was someone. Oh, hey, this is not someone from, as he would put it. The That's squad. my point, though, right? The squad came in on that message saying we're going to shake things up. We're going to make people uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Uh, Bernie Sanders has had that kind of rhetoric his whole career. Um, Trump had that rhetoric. And th- they, think- as soon as they get in and as soon as they get surrounded by. I guess maybe that's the problem too. Is like, and I don't know how much of this you is fucking like you have to do it, but they get know, surrounded you hire, by special interests, right. power, money. Yeah, like, is there? I don't any think any of those help? people are. I don't think any of those people are smart though. Like, I don't think anybody in the mob or what do they call them? The mob <laughs> squad. The squad. <laughs> I don't think anybody in the squad is has like above average intelligence. Um, we know Trump does not have above average intelligence. He just got played like a puppet. By all the special interests in DC. I mean, yeah, he's I think borderline again, like special needs. Yeah, if you took somebody like the Cubes, I think you could put Mark Cuban in a position like that. And I don't no know if he ever dude. win. He's, you see him already; he gets fucking scared and fa- toes the line of all like the crazy social justice. I'm a, bit, shit. I'm a bit. I'm a big Cubes guy. You can, have a place for so- you can have a place for social justice and still stick it to the political system. I don't think those have to be depend uh, related. I don't know. I, I would trust the well, I would trust the cubes I mean, over the though. rock. I think he's smarter. Um, I, I think those two forces are at this point like one and the same. Where you know, if you're going to cave to them on the social justice stuff, they're going to direct their social justice arrows towards any populist policy you want to do. Yeah, and they're just going to fucking tank you, and you know the establishment will just suck you in. And to support your hypothesis of there is no hope, Nina Turner's getting crushed in her. Is she? Yeah. Oh my god, that's not good. Sucks. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's fucking insane. I I, I couldn't see what percentage of the um, votes were in, but she was down. Um, I think by like ten points in the exit polls. That's that's pretty disheartening. Just after everything and, we read and, about them, incredibly fucking... disheartening. Pumping funneling, money in, yeah, millions, millions of dollars, millions to her opposition's campaign. Who stands for nothing? <laughs> and this passionate, beautiful brown woman who stands for the working people. It's so disheartening, man. We're fucked. We're fucked, Adam. Stay in Hawaii, man. Live the island life. Tell us if it's if it's worth it. I'm kind of hoping the co- the Delta variant runs rampant and they won't let me leave. <laughs> Fuck, it's worse, worse, right? <laughs> so, 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 sorry scarborough east the cones yeah. are gonna have to take care of themselves for a few weeks <laughs> pass the uh corn to uh, the uh cone torch on i can just um if they just set up a camera i can just do my job from there right right left left <laughs> oh hey you can't park there <laughs> yeah right six just, cards just, yeah. <laughs> um all right Good, good discussion. Good discussion. Uh, I think we did a good job of trying to make. So we're all we're all doomed. A concise effort. A, con- a concise uh, or an effort to be concise, and you know, having a, a bunch of different topics. So, um, I'm excited to. Oh, oh, I, the only last thing I wanted to talk about, Jimmy Dore. Um, that was a funny episode, but I'm not a fan of his. <laughs> he's such he's, a. He fucking loves himself so much. He does his. If you ever see his YouTube videos, they're exactly like that too. Yeah, like yeah. that exact same type of vibe and personality. He, he's certainly not my favorite, but he was one of the first guys I heard like before Kalinsky, before those other people 
who were like total anti-establishment talking about like us bombing people in Yemen and crazy yeah. shit like that. Yeah, so he's certainly, sure. he's got a, a, an important voice. Yeah. It was an interesting podcast, but like it was just yeah. constant. Like, Oh, I did this and I do that. I am. Yeah. I was like, dude, relax. Like, dude, you're, you're like a 60 year old man. Chill right. out. <laughs> relax. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that, uh, the North Korea episode and we'll talk about that next time. I, I, I literally yeah. like took, I took a break after an hour. It was so fucking heavy. It was <laughs> very mind blowing. Pussy. Need a I wanted break. to listen to Chris Forsberg and the Celtics pod talk about our lack oh of activity in free God. agency. <laughs> oh my God, dude. That had to be like, Dragon I don't know which one was more painful to listen to than talking about rats eating dead people's eyeballs in North Korea or Chris Forsberg talking about the Celtics free agency plans. I'd rather I'd rather any plans. That's the that's my point. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather listen to that North Korea pot on a loop than have to listen to Chris <laughs> Forsberg once. Now that that hey, would be a good thing to listen to for uh I can't the believe next you listen to that podcast. Jesus Christ. I don't listen to it all the time, but I he's wanted to see with, if, he, if he knew anything we didn't know. Shocker. He doesn't. He's the guy with the lisp. He's the guy with the major lisp, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. In the bad hair. In the really bad hair. We'll talk. We can talk C's next time, too. Hopefully, we'll have uh, <laughs> something to talk about. Yeah. Maybe some moves. Well, I was going to say we could talk about the fact that they're doing nothing. I was saying like, we can uh, we're sit- fucked if we just continue to sit back and do nothing. Dude, we can, we can squeeze in the segment now. The, the fall from grace is just going to be painful if we don't do something. So, hey, yeah. hey, Adam, can we can we get a summary of Celtics' activity and free agency so far? Um, nothing. That's it. <laughs> Nothing's that's, happened. That's the update. Literally, <laughs> the nothing update. has happened. The only thing that's happened is that they've anybody. they've gotten rid of guys. That's it. Sign us off. I love you guys. <laughs>